0: The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consume and where thieves do not break in and steal. For your treasures is, there it will your heart be also. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Please be seated. I have heard that particular line, do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth 7,000 times in my life, and I've read it wrong all three times today. So, let that be a lesson to you. Today is about sin and repentance. It's about more than that, but at the heart, it's about sin and repentance. Today, the scripture gives us the declaration to turn and go in a different direction, which is what repentance means. And also... Since this kicks off the season of Lent, Jesus gives us the words to abide by in terms of fasting, giving, and praying. Today is a fast day in the Episcopal Church. There are two primary fast days in the church today and Good Friday. John and I have abided very heavily by the fast day today. We have not. Why do we focus so much on repentance today and in this season? Well, it's sort of a clearing out. We are mired down by a great deal of many things, but that which weighs us down the most is the weight of our own sin and transgressions. We all have those things in our life. We have obstacles that keep us from emptying ourselves of all those sinful notions. And if we don't have obstacles, then if you're like me, we'll make some up. Whatever we can do to not deal with ourselves, our souls, and our bodies, we will do. Most people do not want to deal with the darkness What we all too often forget is that God already knows about it, and there is no place where His light does not shine. So the question becomes how much clarity do we want in our life? How much happiness would we like to experience? And when I say happiness, please think of exceeding joy. Happiness is a word that's been hijacked by Hallmark greeting cards. And that awful song by Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy. So then, how much joy, clarity, how much do we want to know about the real person God has called us to be versus who it is that we play behind our mask, the person we want everyone to see? Well, welcome to Lent. This is the season. This is the opportunity to turn everything else off. Not only because uh, everything else off, but not only because widely available to us is everything. Everything, including that cell phone that just rang. Everything is available to us right now. Right here, right now, you can submit yourself to God and make a true amendment of heart and then work and turn around. And head down a different path. A path that leads to righteousness. A path that leads to wholeness. A path that leads to growth and joy. That joy I alluded to earlier. Forty days we have. Clear the obstacles out of your way. That is why we give something up in Lent, by the way. Because of all the things we are bombarded with today. That keep us from God. For some, it's TV. For others, it's computers, the iPhone. For some of us, it's an addiction to other things such as food, drugs, alcohol, sex, and oh, so much more. For many of us, it's our job. We allow it to take over and be the altar we worship at. Let me tell you something. When you are many years from now on your dying day, in the bed, if you are cognizant, you will begin to recall those things that meant something to you in your life. For most of us, it will be a romantic relationship. The one person who we loved and who truly loved us, occasionally, though rare, do we call to mind our children or a parent. And without exception, none of us will talk about our job. I hear some of you laugh. I heard it earlier today. Our career, it's never come up in over 100 people that I've been blessed to be with at the bedside as they departed this world. So if you are in a place where your job is your God for you or whatever it is, whatever it may be, remember this, it won't make a hill of beans in the end. What we will want to know is, where we, were we loved, and did we love someone? That is it. If you've done the work of Lent throughout your life, which, by the way, becomes easier and easier the longer you do it, if we do the work, you will completely love God, and God already completely loves you. Though you may not know it or believe it, that is a fact. I hope that you'll join me on this journey together. It's a difficult road to travel. It's well worth it. Some things to note along the way. When you set out on this journey, abstain from hate and only love. Put away the things that bind you or keep you from worshiping God. If it means you need to give something up or take something on, so be it. There are actually 46 days... But Sundays are actually treated as feast days in Lent because it is the day of the resurrection. Now that does not mean you can go hog wild and consume a quart of whiskey and a pound of bacon, four Hershey bars, and curse like a sailor on Sundays. I'm looking at some of you right now. And myself. Now, simply what it means is rest from the work you've done. Eat a special meal. Treat yourself to a good book maybe even a movie, and it's back in the saddle again. I was reading Shane Claiborne's blog from several years ago. I was going back and looking at different blogs from Ash Wednesday, and he had this uh, great thing that I had read some years ago, and I'd forgotten about it. He was talking about a priest. Who explained the difference between Fat Tuesday and Ash Wednesday? Of course, Fat Tuesday was traditionally the day when you cleared the shelves of food that would not make it through the season. This is why it's very imperative in the days that we did not have refrigeration. But he gave us this wonderful analogy, this priest. What's the difference between a flute and a stick in the mud? He writes. The stick in the mud is full of itself, the flute has been emptied of itself so it can make music. We have but a short time on this third rock from the sun to gladden the hearts of those we are with and to take our own hearts and tune them to God so that we might be his musical instrument. Let us empty ourselves in these 40 days, for one day, we shall return to the earth.